0: Welcome back to another episode of Life's a Garden. It's episode 64. I want to start off this episode by telling each and every one of you to never give up. No matter what you think, no matter what anybody tells you, your hopes, your dreams, your desires, your passions, they are all obtainable. So long as you believe in yourself, so long as you believe in In your goals and your dreams you got to have that heart you got to have that mindset that dedication and the only person that can take that away from you is you when you stop believing so never give up here at the life's a garden studio we believe in our dreams and we shoot for the stars and we keep on shooting if you fall, you get back up. Because there's one guarantee in life. And that is that we all die. But before we die, we got to be able to live. So go out, pursue your dreams, pursue your passions, pursue your goals. Live your best life. Because the truth is, life is a garden. we got to dig every single second of it. Don't give up. Keep on pushing. Keep on keeping on. And I just want to let you guys know that you are loved no matter what and your goals, your passions, your desires, your dreams, they mean something. And you can't let that fade. And I just think that we all kind of need to hear that sometimes. So... Let's get into the episode, shall we? Um, we got a lot of stuff to cover, a lot of stories to tell, so let's do the damn thing, huh? Cheers, guys. Yeah, d- damn! It has been a busy... Couple of weeks, let me tell you. Which we don't mind. We like it busy. I like staying busy. It makes life way more interesting. You fill up your life with all kinds of stuff. And yeah, it gets a little busy sometimes. But that's alright. We keep moving forward. Um, we went to Sturgis. I went to Sturgis a couple weeks ago. I was talking about that on a couple podcasts ago. Um... Had a couple shows. We did a show yesterday. And then we had the Metal Fest a couple weeks ago. Had a couple of really great, awesome guests on. Very, I was very happy about that. I thought those were two really good episodes. If you haven't seen those, go back and watch them. A couple of really good guest episodes. Um, yeah, just keeping keeping busy. Really liking it. And then your boy just keeps adding to the busy schedule because I keep I can't stop planning trips I just keep planning trips so now I, I, I'm going to Denver in October gonna go down and see a Broncos game hell yeah always like to go at least once a year wasn't sure if it was gonna happen this year but my boy Michael May reached out uh, he's a season ticket holder and he, he offered me whatever games were available and it worked out perfect we're going to see the Baltimore Ravens game October I think that's the 4th the 3rd, the 3rd. it's the 3rd October 3rd so going down with, with uh, Michael and Mac who just so happen to have the, those days off always like to try and go down with Mac and then uh, my buddy Craig we're all big Broncos fans it's going to be a great time Me, Craig, and Mac are going to drive down a couple days early. Got tickets to see Brendan Schaub, Big Brown, at uh, the Comedy Works in Denver. So that'll be a good time. We're going to go see a comedy show. And I just found out Bill Burr is going to be down there too, playing Red Rocks. So I might have to go to that as well. Not sure yet. It's it's already a busy enough weekend right there. We're going down early so we'll see it's going to be a great time I'm excited and then also booked a trip to go to Dallas heading back to Texas for, went to you know obviously went went there to San Antonio a couple of months ago but heading back to the Lone Star State to go to a Dallas Cowboys game I'm going to see the Broncos Cowboys game that's in November that's going to be a great time just heading down by myself I'm going to meet up with Powell another Broncos fan. I'm excited to see that stadium, honestly. It's going to be a great time. Super stoked that football's back. And of course, yeah, so m- most of my travel plans are based around uh football, but nonetheless going to be a busy rest of the year. Um let's see. Let me t- uh, I'll tell you about these shows real quick. Um, oh, first of all, though, I will say, so you can only imagine based on these trips I'm planning game tickets, flights, road planning, hotels, all that chaos. your boy's a little stressed about money I've talked about in the past how you know I easily get stressed out about my funds, which don't get me wrong, no dance we all we already know the no dance. But, when things start adding up, it can't help but get a little stressed out. And uh, we're, we're still fine. Rocking it at work's Killing. Making a killing at work. We're, we're loading up the hours. So, we're going to make it happen. Um, but, no, let me tell you about these shows. Metalfest was a blast. They put on a great show. They did a great... Uh, the whole setup was great. Uh, hobnobbed with a bunch of the other local bands. They enjoyed our performance. So, uh, it was just a good, uh, it was, it was a really good, God, did I talk about this on, there's no way, no, I didn't talk about this before yet. I feel like I have, but it was just a good experience to get to talk to, uh, to a lot of the other bands and kind of get our foot in the door with some of them and, uh, Shout out to all those guys that put on the event. I feel like I have talked about this. Was this before... Did did Metal Fest happen after Sturgis or before? It was after. Why do I feel like I've talked about this? God damn. Do so many podcasts, I can't even tell... I can't keep my shit straight. But shout out to all the guys that put on uh, the Metal Fest. I'll repeat myself even if I've talked about it. Shout out to all those guys. Um... And, yeah, it was awesome. I can't wait. And then we pl- we played uh, the Tattoos, Brews, and Barbecues yesterday. Of course, I'm recording this before we played. But by the time this comes out, we will have played yesterday. So uh, I can't really tell you how that went. I'm sure it went very well. Very excited to uh, actually play that show. And I'll have to tell you about that on a later date. But that should be a good time. I uh, had Sammy on last week. We talked about that. And we uh, were kind of helping promote that. So uh, Sturgis, I talked about it on the Good Old Boys podcast, but I'll tell you guys here about that a little bit. It was exactly as I had kind of reminisced and how I remembered it. It's just kind of nonstop debauchery, let's be honest. Drinking, half-naked women walking around all over the place. You know, didn't see any fights, thank God. But it's just a big party. Now, if... If Vegas is Sodom, then Sturgis is Gomorrah. They're just sin cities, man. It's like, like I said, it's just kind of debauchery central. And it was a good time. We had a great time. Kind of just went out, ran the town bar hopped went to a couple of free shows there was a couple of good uh cover bands saw metallica cover band also saw uh hairball who's like an 80s hair metal cover band they were really good just a good time man like that's all i gotta say um i will tell you this i've not, i've always known this about myself but let me just tell you all one thing, a huge pet peeve of mine. I absolutely hate being made to wait. If I'm ever made to wait, your boy gets impatient. I have a very low patience to myself. First thing that happened, so I got up about 8 o'clock. My dad and uh, his our, our friend Bubba... They took off at about, I don't know, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. And I got all the camping gear, right? I'm loading all the camping gear in my truck. So there's a sense of urgency on my part. I feel like I got to kind of get down there, make sure I'm not leaving them hanging since they left early. So I I end up leaving about 8 thinking okay i I got it i I thought about leaving around nine or ten something like that, but I ended up getting down there at about God it's a five hour drive, so I got down there about one two o'clock, something like that, whatever it was made good time first thing that happens when we get there uh one of not not my dad or Bubba but another buddy of theirs. His bike is broken down, so for the first two hours that we're in Sturgis, we're trying to get dude's dude's bike fixed. All right. Now I got my truck, and I get it—you don't leave a man behind. I understand. That's fine. I had no intention of doing so. However, this was a minor inconvenience and I was made to wait and as I said previously your boy doesn't like to wait it's honestly it's it's the number one thing I hate about smokers absolutely forget emphysema forget cancer I hate having to wait on your ass is the 100% biggest pet peeve of mine and yeah people who have to smoke you always gotta wait for them so, I hate being made to wait. And I, and I was reminded of that on this trip. Um, another thing I was reminded of is I have killer sense of direction. Now, we've, already, we've discussed this at nauseum on the podcast. At how shitty my mind is. How terrible my memory is. I have bad memory at certain things. It's it's a miracle honestly that I can sit here and talk and keep it rolling. But you've you've noticed probably if you're if you are a long-time listener, long-time viewer of the podcast, I do have a tendency of forgetting what I'm talking about. Hell, I forget what I'm talking about in the middle of my sentence. I get distracted and then poof. My thought is gone. Um I even have a hard time remembering just things in my life stories uh people remind me of stuff and I'm like I ha- I have no recollection of it and then and then it pops you know I, I eventually do remember but it was never just like sitting on the top of my mind however and, and names too I can't I can't remember names to save my life it takes me like at least five or six times of of Interaction with somebody to remember their name. There's people at work I've worked with for months, and I still don't know their names. But anyway, there are a few things that I am very, very, very good at me- remembering. One, faces. I can remember a face like none other. If I've seen you before, I'll remember you. I won't remember your name, but I'll remember your face. Um,. And another thing I'm really good at remembering is direction. I have a very good memory when it comes to where I've been. If I've been to a place one time, I can remember how to get back there. I remember going to uh, Denver. The first time I ever went to Denver. Um, Or maybe not the first time, whichever. It's one of the times I went to Denver. And we went to my uh, cousin's house. And this, and I didn't go back for another, I don't know, four years or so. And I still remembered how to get back to his house. Walking around Sturgis. I remembered it all. I, I hadn't been there for two years. And I remembered how to... I mean, it's not that hard. It's a main street. But I remember where each bar was. I remember, okay, that bar's there. And next door to that bar is this bar. Anywhere I'm at, no matter where I'm like obviously in my hometown but you can put me in any building and i will i will tell you which way north south east and west is i can tell you exactly what is approximate to my surroundings like oh that store is that way that street's over there a very good sense of direction so i was reminded of that an interesting little tidbit about myself And, uh, also, on that trip, I discovered that people absolutely love to talk about themselves. You, I mean, you start talking to somebody and they're just telling you how good they are and how, I don't know. I don't know if that's just a generational thing or what. Also, was reminded how much I love asses, because Everywhere you look, there's asses hanging out everywhere. And I'm an ass man. I can appreciate a good ass on a guy. But I'm definitely a female ass man. So don't get any ideas out there, fellas. Um Let's see what else was what else was going on this last this last couple weeks. Oh. I do want to uh give a little shout out to my little buddy Peyton um, it was her birthday and I and I was invited and I went and enjoyed her birthday party we had a lot of fun, just went and hung out at the park um, did the whole presents and cake thing you know, just a ba- the pretty standard birthday party but I wanted to give her a little shout out she's my little buddy and uh, I better give her brother a shout out too to Coulter and her family, her mom and dad, great friends, start um uh, they're my neighbors, so uh we're becoming pretty good friends and I and I actually really like that because it's always nice to have good neighbors. I've never really had neighbors to be honest, like as far as me living by myself. So it's it's a good change of pace to be able to have some reliable neighbors, people you can trust and and become friends with. So um wanted to give a little shout out to those guys and they're supporters of the band and of the podcast so very much appreciative to them and and speaking of trips every time I go out on trips they're very vigilant and keep an eye out on the house so you know that's it's it's positive to have a good neighbors and, and and it reciprocates you know i i obviously will keep an eye out for their for their stuff and for them as as neighbors if they ever need anything they know i'm there for them Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I just want, and speaking of that, too, it's like, kids, in general. I, uh, I always go back and forth myself on whether or not I want kids. Um, it was, you know, my best friend Mac, he, him and his wife, they're, they just announced, uh, they're having a baby, so congratulations to them as well, but it's like... Anytime that, you know, kids get brought up, I'm like, I go back and forth so often whether or not I'd ever want kids, but I will say I do enjoy other people's kids. Now, here's the, here's the thing. I like it. I like hanging out with their kids, especially if they're cool, good kids, um, and not little brats, (laughs) but that's, I mean, a kid, every kid has their moment, right? Kid, there's kids who have, have their moments. And so I'm not going to hate on any individual kids, but I enjoy hanging out with kids. And here's the thing. I don't have to deal with those rough moments. You know, I don't have to, I don't have to deal with the tantrums or the, um, if they're sick or if they're, if they're, uh, you know, just whatever, all the all the downsides all the I'm not saying there's downsides but I'm just saying all the all the bad times all the all the rough moments cuz you know there are see I get to enjoy the time time with them all the fun stuff and then I don't got to deal with all the bad stuff I get to come home and get a full night's sleep so with Mac having his kid it's like yeah that's awesome I get to play uncle Dakota and I get to go home if, if, if Junior gets in a fight with some kid at school, I don't gotta deal with that. I might have to babysit once in a while. That's that's the most that's the most I gotta do. Um But yeah, and you know what's funny is kids have always I don't know what it is, kids have always liked me. Anytime there's a baby in the room, I swear to God, that baby locks in on me. Specifically, for whatever reason. I always joked that it was because they could smell my fear. But the thing is, I'm not afraid of kids. I actually, I, I genuinely enjoy them. I've always had a hard time doing, like, the the baby talk thing. But the older I get, or and I don't want to say baby talk, but, you know, like, not being an adult and, like, not acting like an adult. You kind of, if... You all understand what I'm talking about. Where you kind of got to, like, get on their level a little bit. I've always had a hard time with that. I've always kind of been the guy that treats kids like adults. In a, you know, obviously, I'm not going to cuss around them and I'm not going to do things like that. But, like, I talk to them like I talk to my friends in certain senses. It's hard for me. It's always been hard for me. But, like I said, the older I've gotten the better at it I've become. And I think that's just a coming of age thing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so... And really, I've, I haven't had a lot of kids in my life. Like, there really haven't been... Um, a lot of kids around for, I I guess, in my adult life, I should say. Because, obviously, like my brother and sister. And then family-wise... You know, there haven't been a lot of kids that I just am constantly around. The closest thing that I've ever had to that were my nephews. And, uh, you know, they're. Actually, you know what? I want to talk about that for a hot second because that's kind of something that's been weighing on my mind lately. So, um, yeah, my nephews. They. A couple of. And they were actually on the podcast. They were on uh they were on briefly on the episode my mom was on. So Ladarian and Lewis Jr., who we call Sweet Pea, uh, the, awesome kids, you know? Like they 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 had kinda like me and my brother and sister, they didn't necessarily get dealt an awesome hand when it comes to I don't want to put anything on my parents because like, you know, they've, they, I, I have nothing bad against my parents. They weren't really around, you know, and that's, yeah, that is a little bit on them, but they came around, you know, like I have a good relationship with my parents. However, my nephews didn't get dealt the best hand when it comes to parents. They got my fuck up of a, older sister and then they got their you know absent father kind of and i say that because and now here's the thing they they've gone back and forth their parents have gone back and forth in my uh for me as you know they're they're good with me they're not good with me they're good with me they're not good with me my sister, you know, it's hard, she's my relative, she's my sister, but she fucking straight up abandoned those kids, and there's nothing I, like, I can't, she, she just said, yeah, I don't want them anymore, go ahead and take them, and I'm gonna go fucking do my own thing and go to jail and fucking do, do criminal activity. And that didn't sit well with me, and it still doesn't to this day. Their father, I've had my issues with him. we've We've gone back and forth. Uh, most recently, i you know he came over he came to town for Christmas. I thought things were great. We had a good time. and I, I always credited him for taking care of those boys. And for taking it upon him to raise them. And I thought he was doing a pretty decent job for a good while there. The tide has shifted a little bit again. As I understand it, these boys are basically taking care of themselves. The knowledge that I've been given. This is just what I've been hearing. They're basically living by themselves. They're they're having to take care of themselves. They have to get themselves to school. They got to fucking, you know my my mom she helps send them money and whatnot and i th- I think that you know their dad I, supplies them with money, but as a kid, you have to be supplied more than you know basic needs like food and shelter you gotta be given love and attention, and you gotta be given guidance that's what parents are for parents aren't there to teach you fucking you know math and and history and all this bullshit. That's what school's for. Parents are there to guide you and to make you into better people. And if they're not there to do that your chances of not of, of ending up not so good rises a little bit. Why do you think so many kids end up in gangs? Because they're not getting what they need at home so they go find it elsewhere. Just so happens to be that gangs actually kind of supply kids with with uh resources that they're not getting unfortunately and it all obviously I'm not I'm not uh advocating for gangs or not even just gangs but like bad crowds you know what I mean I'm not advocating for that but it's the truth that's why a lot of kids resort to these to these uh groups because they're, they're not getting what they need at home. They're not getting attention. They're not getting all, all that. And so I fear for them. We are, we are trying to uh, see about getting them back here. They don't live in, in this town, obviously, or things would be different. They don't live in the same town as us. But we are looking into what we can do to get them out of that situation and into a better one like here with us, with me, with my younger sister, with, uh, their grandmother, my mom. So I just want to let them know if they are listening. I hope they do listen to this. I want to let them know that people do care about them. We're here. We haven't forgotten about you guys. I know you guys talk to mom a lot. Uh, I haven't really gotten the chance to, you know, I, I, I don't reach out like I should. But don't get me don't don't get it twisted. I I hear about you guys, and I want to let you guys know that I do care about you. And unlike your fucked up parents, who I I'm so sorry that you got dealt the hand. We don't get to choose our parents, you know. That's that's we're born into this world, and we're not we don't get to choose our gender we don't get to choose our race we don't get to choose who our parents are and unfortunately some of us get uh, dealt the hand of not one but two deadbeat parents and that appears to be the case with my nephews so um, I hope they are well I hope we can get them into a better situation, and I just want to let them know that we care about them. We are we think about them a lot, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna right this wrong that they've been dealt. I promise you that, because that I th- I've thought about that a lot, I, and I and it really bothers me. So we're gonna get that fixed. I promise you. Now, on to a little bit lighter news, okay? Like, I didn't mean to bring it down a little bit. I do like kids. I love kids. I just don't know if I want them uh, my own just yet. First things first, I got to find a lady. So, anybody out there? (laughs) Uh, And That's kind of the thing with all that, too. As far as, like, relationships go, and and I'm going to keep this brief. I didn't even want to talk about this, but... My whole thing when it comes to relationship right now, for one, I I, I kind of do enjoy being single, especially with the lifestyle that I'm running right now, band. I'm doing a lot of my own stuff, so it's it's nice to be an individual and kind of just have my own thing. Of course, at times I do want somebody else, you know, have a relationship, somebody. Just have that 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 uh the girlfriend relationship type thing, you know. But here's my thing with that. Um I I don't know. I guess I just I need that right person. I'm not just going to settle kind of thing, you know? So I need it to click, I need it to be the right situation and I don't know. So for right now I'm I'm enjoying being single and that co that that can definitely cause a problem when it's uh when you with the kid situation, you know? If you don't got a lady to have a kid with, don't really work out now, does it? And I'm not out here trying to have uh baby mamas. I wanna if I'm having a kid, it's gonna be with a a lady who I plan on marrying. But yeah, so. Anybody out there, hit me up. <laughs> uh alright, so oh now we had I, I kind of talked about I've talked about it a little bit so I'm a I'm a anymore I'm kind of a casual pro wrestling fan obviously I'm wearing the UFC hat today I'm a big UFC fan and but all my life growing up you know I was a pretty big pro wrestling fan there was a, and there was a time that I was such a big pro wrestling fan that I wanted to be a pro wrestler. I actually applied for an academy down in Denver to to train to become a pro wrestler. Um obviously like like I said in recent years I fell off that train. WWE was kind of the thing. Obviously it's been the thing for a long time and it really just there was a good while there it kind of just started sucking and I was having none of it. I started dying out on it. UFC started becoming my my new thing to watch. And then this little program, this little this new organization came around called AEW. And I was a fan from the get. AEW wrestling. I've been a fan since since it came out. Now don't get me wrong, I, I follow so I followed it pretty hard for about 6 months, 7 months. Then it kind of faded out on me. I kind of went back to the, you know, being a casual fan of pro wrestling again. I kept I I always keep updated. I I I always kind of get the bullet points of what's been going on, but I don't follow it as strictly as I used to. Something pretty awesome happened this week that I couldn't help but ignore. I couldn't help... I couldn't ignore it, okay? I had to be... I I, I followed in on it. And that is that my boy, CM Punk, returned to pro wrestling. Honest to God, the loss of CM Punk was the inevitable downward spiral to me being done with WWE. He was definitely the guy I I was most rooting for. He made it he made pro wrestling a lot f- more real, honestly. It kind, he was kind of one of those guys that made it feel real. And he shed a lot of light on the WWE. Well, he's back. He made his his uh return and he is now part of the AEW brand. And I think I might start watching it again. Because AEW has been pulling in a lot of good talent, a lot of wasted talent from the WWE. They've been doing it since, you know, day one. And they've been bringing in good young talent who nobody really knew about. I'm stoked. I'm a huge CM Punk fan. And I think that was enough to get me back on board. So we will see. I'm probably going to buy the all-out pay-per-view. I'm very excited. So that's some pretty awesome news coming. coming uh, the The return of CM Punk. I'm very excited about that. Um. Mm. We also saw recently the return of another entity. The Taliban are back as well. I don't know if you heard about this. It's kind of all over the place. It's kind of the biggest thing happening in the world right now. The Taliban are back. Now, they never win anywhere, obviously, but we weren't really talking about them, were we? Now, don't get me wrong. Like You guys should know by now. I've talked about it enough. I... Am a sucker for nostalgia. I love nostalgia. You know, I I love getting nostalgic. I love watching old cartoons I used to watch. I love, you know, just reminiscing of old times. And I gotta tell you, seeing the Taliban in the news, oh boy, it takes me right back to 2003. Like, my whole fucking childhood was... Was just hearing about the Taliban. George W. Bush. The whole, you know, obviously the war on terror. And recently, you know, in the last, I don't know, 10 or so years. Haven't really heard much about them. Yeah, there's been terrorist organizations. Ebbs and flows. The Taliban kind of, you know, went to the wayside a little bit. Well, if you haven't heard... We, uh, pulled our troops out and we, we had this, this, uh, idea that the Taliban, you know, the, the Iraqi or sorry, excuse me, Afghani soldiers that we trained were going to be able to hold down the fort and Afghanistan was, (laughs) was, uh, Taken over in, what, like 11 days or so? Might have even been less. 11 hours? I don't know. It's like... Nothing, you know, they kind of just let them walk in there. They let the Taliban kind of just take it on over. And the numbers that we were being given were that, you know, the Afghani soldiers outnumbered the Taliban... And why do we think this is? You know, I think it's very clear to me. The Afghani soldiers that we trained for the last 20 years didn't give a fuck. They wanted, they, they wanted our ass out of there. Now, don't get me wrong. They don't want to be, I don't, I don't necessarily know that they want to be controlled by a terrorist regime. They definitely don't want to be controlled by us. They fucking hate us. Even the ones who were on our side didn't necessarily like us. And that's why they were just like, eh, you know, let's let's have our own people rule again. And they kind of just let it get taken over, honestly. Now, I'm not going to get all political. I'm not going to point fingers and say who's to blame for all this. I'll let you guys make your decision on that. I'm not going to be the guy that says yay or nay. Because, y- you know, you got people saying, well, Trump had this all planned before he left office. Then you got Biden who definitely could have changed that. He could have uh, said, no, we're not going to pull out like we did. Let's just say this, no matter whose fault it is, it's a fucked up situation. It was definitely done incorrectly. Maybe we could have, you know, planned this a little better. That way we didn't have soldiers still on the ground in and, at the airports and let the airports get taken over and we got all our guns and tanks and armed vehicles that are just theirs for the taking now. How about the fact that, uh, that, um, speaking of forgetting what you're talking about, how about the fact that there was, you know, American journalists still there. There were, all the Afghani, um, what do you call them? I don't know. They were on our side, you know. Whatever. I don't know what the. I can't think of the word. But they were uh, cooperative. They were Afghani cooperatives with the Americans. All their lives are fucking at risk now, and we've already lost uh, twelve, thirteen Marines. Like, it's a fucked up situation, you know? And, it's, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and get too, like I said, political about it, I'm not going to point fingers, but you can't deny the fact that it's a fucked up operation. They dropped the ball. Somebody dropped the ball. I don't care who it was. And... Yeah, it's not a good situation. Now, a couple weeks ago, I kind of went on a little bit of a tirade talking about the North Korea situation. And I feel very similar to this situation. Now, I listened back. I listened to what I had to say concerning the North Korea thing. And I want to clarify something that may have been misconstrued. Only because I kind of interpreted what I said not the way I meant it. I agree it's a fucked up situation. Both both with, you know, Afghanistan, with North Korea. They're fucked up situations. Um I think it is we definitely need to be talking about these situations, shedding light on them. However, I want to preface this and say I don't think we need to be involved with that I think there's a hypocrisy on the side of the fact that we don't get involved with North Korea considering you know the whole never again thing but again and I and I understand why we don't get involved as far as China and it's just, there is, a, there is a level of hypocrisy of us pretending it's not happening. That was one thing I wanted to say. But the whole th- you know, I am very much against us interfering in other countries' affairs. Let those countries deal with things the way they want to deal with things, okay? It sucks, I know, but they're not our fights to fight, we got problems in our own country that we need to fix. So I wanted to make that very clear. The major point I had in the last one, talking about North Korea, was was the fact that people bitch about freedom when they don't you know. That was the whole point of that, was people bitching about freedom, saying you know whatever, this and that, when they have no idea how unfree so many people are very similar situation in Afghanistan, you know, you really think that the Taliban, you know, they're going to go right back to all the, all the, all the stuff, they're going to shut down all those schools, whatever, like the, the, the women's schools, all the, all those women who were starting, starting to get a little bit of freedom in their lives, that's going to be taken away right away, it's a fucked up situation, yeah, I don't like it, is it our, is it our problem, it's not really, you know, why do, why do we always have to get involved i'm not i I don't like that I'm not a fan of that. Let's fix our own problems first huh i it's it is unfortunate people have their own destinies though like I, this goes back to the whole thing we're not we don't get to choose who who our parents are. We don't get to choose what country we're born in and what regime that we're fucking under, but no matter what we still have free will. And, and it's up to us it's up to those people to have their own revolutions and you know all that stuff and that might be controversial I definitely I'm, a, I'm on the side of of good like I'm on the side of people should have their, their rights and their freedoms but it's not necessarily our responsibility to give that to people you know That's what people come here for. That's why we're the best country. Because we're the ones that offer that. Taliban 2.0. It's the Taliban Delta variant. Right? We thought COVID was gone and then the Delta variant came back. Came around. So this is the Taliban Delta variant. So It's also funny to watch and see like again just the hypocrisy of it all where it's like it just it just shows to to how flawed people's views of their you know just whatever their politics are and it's like that's why I advocate so much of being an independent because you can actually independently think and you don't have to subscribe to certain views, you can just make your own views. You know? It's like Bring Bring Uh Hello? Uh yes. Uh woke left mob. Um just wanted to get your uh your opinion on the whole Afghanistan situation. Like what what do you think of it? Like is it good, is it bad? What 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 are you what are your thoughts here? Oh, well, you know, it's obviously horrible. The, uh, what the Taliban are going to do to the women and, and all this and that. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so you think we should go back then you think we should go back to help them? Well, yeah, I, I absolutely do. Oh, but you're, you're against war though. Right? Like you're not, you're not pro war as I understand it. Right. Well, no, but you know, people need, I mean, sometimes, you know, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, uh or, uh, or, uh, uh yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Um, so the women's rights though, you know, like, like you, you want those women to be free and like to, that, you know, all, all the stuff much like here. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, women aren't that free here, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't want the women to be treated badly, but, you, but you also don't want to like, you support their religion though. Right. I mean, you don't want us to like, you don't want us to, to, um, hinder their religion. Cause, cause you, you believe in that though. Right. Well, you know, I mean, cause their religion is the one that tells them that the women are subhuman. You know that, right? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you know, the, uh, the religion, uh, yeah, but, but, but Christianity is bad, you know, you you don't want us to like. You don't want us to you know. Look down on other religions, but Christianity is bad, right? Yeah yeah, Christianity Christianity's no good. I mean, come on. The hypocrisy it just rolls and rolls and rolls. It's a it's horrible. You can't have one thing without the other. It, it's so true. I mean my body, my choice, unless it's a vaccine, right? Unless they, unless they want you to get vaccinated. It's all right to, to abort a human, but you know, that's your choice. You can do that, but God forbid you do not get vaccinated. You better have that vaccine or you can't do any, or you can't get on a fucking plane or you're, or you're a monster. How how dare you have a, (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean, God, it's so ridiculous i i that's why I hate politics, and it doesn't go just on the left like there's a lot of things on the right too that I mean you could make that same argument now now the now the right are screaming, "My body, my choice!" when they're against abortion. You know what I mean, so it's like it goes both ways., <sighs> gotta love it. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. We are the Hippocratic State of America The Hippocratic Party That's how they both are Ah okay on to other on to other fuck all that like I I hate talking that stuff but you know sometimes we gotta Uh I have talked about it pretty frequently I am just balls deep in The Sopranos right now I I told myself you know I, I, I kept telling myself and this okay this is why I'm even bringing this up first of all great show I'm on season 3 I'm enjoying the hell out of it started off kind of slow first couple episodes of season 1 but once the ball started rolling you're hooked absolute banger of a show I'm a huge fan I'm hooked now. I'm going to finish watching it. Um, one thing that tends to happen to me when I <laughs> start watching shows like that is I I very much start to like mimic the mannerisms and like the the way they talk. So, I can't help but be like gabagoo. Hey, you know, just that mob talk. I did I did it when I watched uh uh Boardwalk Empire. I talked a lot like how they do on there. Same thing when I watch Deadwood. Can I just say. HBO doesn't miss. HBO. Kills it. Game of Thrones. Deadwood. Sopranos. Bangers. I I can't say I've seen an HBO like series. I didn't like. But anyway. This is what's weird. So I've. I've. I've talked about watching The Sopranos for years. Because it's always been widely regarded as one of the greatest television series of all time. I understand why now, for sure. But I just never got around to it. I I never actually pulled the trigger on it. I even had HBO Max for a pretty decent amount of time. Never actually did it. Finally, obviously, within the last couple months, I've been watching it. Now here's what's crazy about it, okay? Obviously, I'm getting into the show, so I'm like looking at, I'm looking up a bunch of different stuff about the show, and I decided, hey, let me see like where the cast is, like and how what they've been doing, how old they are, because that show came out, you know, early two thousands, and so I'm kind of seeing where all the cast is now and all this and that. Did not realize. That James Gandolfini, who plays Tony Soprano, died in 2013. Mostly everybody else is still alive. But I I had no idea that he had passed away. Much less known that he passed away almost 10 years ago. So, I'm, I'm just looking up all this stuff... Uh, First of all, let me just say, James Gandolfini, who won multiple awards for his performance as Tony Soprano, is widely regarded as one of the greatest performances of all time. Not just in TV, but of all time. Very much deserved. So, when he died, he died in Italy from a like a heart attack I think and he was found by his son Michael very sad situation obviously and I knew I knew that there was this Sopranos movie coming out I didn't really know much about it like I didn't really look into it a lot obviously at the time but now that I'm looking shit up yeah I looked into it I only know this because Joey Diaz, I listened to Joey Diaz podcast. He's talked about that movie coming out several times. He's in the movie. And that movie comes out in October. It was supposed to come out last year. It didn't, it's not coming out till October. And it just is crazy to me that I'm, I've just gotten into this. I'm probably going to have it finished by the time that movie comes out. Just in time for me to watch that movie. And it, the movie's called Saints in Newark. And James Gandolfini's son, Michael. It's a prequel. It's, a, it's, a, it's supposed to be... Um, it's, all, it's all stuff that happened before the Soprano series. But Michael Gandolfini... James Gandolfini's son is playing his father. He's playing the role of Tony Soprano in the saints in Newark had no fucking idea. That is as you can't write a book better than that. The fact that his son is going to play him, his son who found him dead. That is incredible. He's, he's like picking up his father's mantle as the great Tony Soprano and he's playing a younger version of him that's amazing and it's just so crazy though the fact that I start watching the show I start getting interested into it I start looking up all this stuff this movie's coming out probably right around the time I'm going to be finished watching the series <laughs> crazy I just thought that was super cool and I'm excited to see that movie I'm excited for it all crazy Great show, by the way. I highly recommend it if you've never seen it, and I'm sure most people have. And most people are like, "How have you not seen that show by now?" Just didn't. But I'm glad I'm. I'm glad I. Started. And you know what's crazy too? You you start listening, you start watching something like that, and then all of a sudden, you start seeing all these references. You start hearing all these. You know, I I I've been picking up on. People talking about it in podcasts... Just different Sopranos references... I've seen like... Several Sopranos references... In The Simpsons... Which I've been watching... At night... That I never would have noticed before... And that's... Isn't that just how it always is? You don't notice... Things... Until you... Until you like... Start experiencing it... Like... You buy a new car... And then you start seeing that car... Everywhere... You learn a new word... And then all of a sudden that word is just like gets brought up all the time. You start noticing it in, in people talking and in TV shows, things like that. It's so crazy. So that was one of those situations for sure. Um, we got a little bit more time left. What are we going to talk about? Well, here's something that's easy enough to talk about all the time. Football. Start off the show by telling you guys that I'm going to go to a couple football games. Preseason, this is the last weekend of preseason, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I, th- I think what they're doing is three weeks of preseason and then a bye week, basically, until the regular season. Which, by the way, is brilliant. That's how it should be. Three Three preseason weeks is plenty. That's all you need. Have a little break in between the regular season. Let any guys who are on the mend kind of heal up. I like it. It didn't... Uh, it dawned on me today that... Because obviously they're doing 17... They're doing 17 uh, games now. It never like dawned on me until just today because I was looking up stats because of fantasy football. I'm kind of getting ready to... I'm excited for fantasy football too, but got a couple drafts coming up. With a 17-game schedule, stats, like all these statistic records for, for like, seasons, they're going to be a lot more easy to obtain now as far as, like, most passing yards in a season, most rushing yards in a season. 2,000-yard rushing seasons are going to become a little bit more possible, I feel like. So I never even thought of that until looking at stats and like thinking about a 17 game schedule. But anyway, um yeah, I don't know what else to say about football really. I'm excited. The preseason has been pretty good. The Broncos announced that Teddy Bridgewater was gonna is gonna be the starting quarterback. Um I'm not shocked by that. I I did think they were gonna have Locke be the starter, to be honest with you. But it's not shocking that Bridgewater I'm pretty sure Bridgewater Bridgewater had the thir- has so far has the third best QBR in preseason, and I'm pretty sure Locke had the fifth. He like they were very close. They had very similar stats. I noticed that Bridgewater seemed a lot more poised. He seemed like he is going to make less mistakes. It seems to me like he's he just has I don't know. He's going to be a better game manager. And for me, as a Broncos fan, I'll just speak on the Broncos. I I believe so long as we can lessen the turnovers, so long as we can we can uh drop a game plan and and execute it well offensively. We have enough weapons and firepower to be a contender. I truly believe... I mean, think about it. Offensively, Denver's O-line is steady. I think the O-line... I'm not saying it's a fucking top five O-line by any means, but it's good. It's good enough to get the run game going, to protect the quarterback and give the quarterback enough time to get the ball out and read the field... Great backfield in the running backs. Melvin Gordon, this new kid, uh, Williams, he's going to be a problem. I'm telling you that right now. He's going to be a problem. Every bit, a top five wide receiving group. I'm telling you right now, Denver Broncos, top five wide receiving group. You got Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Noah Fant. That's a problem. For any offense. Or for any defense. And here's the thing. We have a defense that can support the offense. We got good pass rush. Great pass rush. And again, I would, I would argue a top five secondary. One of the best secondaries in the league. You got the number one safety in the league. With Justin Simmons. Kareem Jackson, another great safety. And then Kyle Fuller, Ronald Darby, Bryce Callahan, Michael Ojemudia, Patrick Sertan. That is an A-plus cornerback room. The only problem I think Denver has, the only chink in the armor, is that middle linebacker. I don't know that we have a good coverage middle linebacker, that might give us some problems. I do like who we have at middle linebacker. I just don't know if we have that coverage linebacker situation. So we'll see what they do to adjust. Here's the thing. I was thinking about this last night. The bottom line is if Denver if Denver can get to let's say 10 and 7 or 11 and 6 I count that as a win. We're in a tough division and i think you just you you try and run it back next year if for some reason we're not in playoff contention and we and we suffer again like we have another bad year then you got to start looking at coaches because i mean obviously the quarterback play is going to have a big say in all that but yeah if 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 the quarterback doesn't completely f- screw the pooch yeah you gotta look at the coaches cause they, they have all the, the necessities and the weapons to succeed so we'll see what happens I'm very optimistic about the Broncos chances and I'll get to see two of them live in person very excited about it so I'm sure I'll be telling you guys all about that later on down the road but I think that'll do it for this week Thank you guys for watching as always. Please do me the favor. Like this episode. Share it with your friends. Subscribe. Follow. All that. It really helps out the podcast. Helps me out. Trying to get to that 100 subscriptions on YouTube. So, I hope we can get to 100 subscriptions before we get to 100 episodes. Um, We'll take it out the same way I brought it in. Keep believing in yourself. Keep believing in your dreams. Keep believing in your goals. Don't give up on them. You got to keep moving forward because we ain't got time to move backwards. You got to live before you die. And there's only one guarantee. We're going to die at some point. So you better make the most of it. Live your life, live your dreams, push for your goals. And I do believe that if you have that determination, that drive, you will make them succeed. You will succeed in life and you will succeed and and, uh, see your dreams come to light. Because we all know it and I tell you it every week I don't want you to forget it. Life's a garden. You got to dig it.